At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of VSIN Final Countdown. I'm Jeff Barles. Jonathan Von Tobel alongside producer Steph here as well. Adam Burke's going to be joining us in 15 minutes. Been a lot to get to with Adam. Uh, pitchers and catchers have reported across oh. the board. Oh. Uh, do you have do you have your uh, baseball bets in already, John? Or no? no, not yet. I just we were talking about this off the air. I do it every year. I am sadly getting excited for my Angels and their season that will ultimately end in flames. So looking forward to it. Looking forward. To it. Ultimately, it's going to happen. Sell the team. Zotani, is Otani there in 24? No, he should not be. Well, he won't be. They should trade him, but he's he's out. They'll lose him for nothing. I think you're right on that. Yes. He's either going to be wearing uh, – he's going to be wearing one shade of blue. It's just a matter of which blue it is. What are we thinking? Mets or Dodgers? Yeah, he's not going to the East Coast. I'll tell you that. Okay, then, then it's, yeah. then it's uh, a trip up to five then. <sighs> that would suck. Well, that's probably what's going to happen. Whatever. I saw him win a uh, – I saw him win a game in the freeway series a few years back. It was great. Played at the plate. He was phenomenal. So, always have that. Let's, uh, John, let's, uh, of course, uh, you're, you're the host of Hardwood Handicap. Yeah. Got an episode coming out later today. There we go. Uh, three games. We already broke down to three games before the All-Star break. Uh, by the way, I, because I, I, you're the NBA, the, the, the resident expert here at the network, John. I just have to throw this out there. Okay. I'm still mad, and I know it's year two of this now. I'm still mad that the NBA decided to change the skills competition in All-Star. Yes, weekend. I agree. Because that was the best betting opportunity of the entire NBA season for me. Because Sabonis so, uh, so wanted one year. Mm-hmm. Bam wanted another year. Yep. And they were both 12 or 14 to 1 because the big guys were totally undervalued in that. Yeah. No, I, I completely it was the, agree. It was, the, it was the greatest betting vehicle of the NBA regular season for me. For what, and now for, it's gone. So what was it like for those who don't remember, it was like it was like one on one thing, but it was like it was like literally a skills challenge. So like you'd go up the court, like dribble through the cones and you have to like pass it through a little hoop and then hit a bucket at the end. I know I'm with you. I was on Bam at a bio the year that he won it, um at like twelve to one or whatever it was. Like that was fun. That was good. Now you have like three teams. That's terrible. Yeah like team a team and team Antetokounmpo has like been the team for like a long time for some reason and whatever. No, it's, 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 it's terrible. It's terrible. They totally they totally wrecked what was to me the best betting vehicle of the entire of the entire regular season. I I rank it 
the change of the skills competition more outrageous than what has happened to the slam dunk contest. That's what I say. I agree. You know what? I 100% agree with you right. because I can't make money on a slam dunk contest. When I'm, when, I could make money on When I'm talking to my kids when they're older <laughs> and I tell them about the yesteryear of the skills challenge, man, they're going to be very upset. By the way, I will tell you this during the commercial break because I don't want to put it out public yet. The best basketball betting opportunity, though, of the entire of any basketball league worldwide is in the WNBA All-Star Weekend. Okay. I'll tell you during the break. All right. You're not talking about the year where the total was set incorrectly. No, no, it's okay. not that. Where it was where the total was set was what? It was 100 points wrong, right? Something like that. Yeah, yeah something ridiculous like that. Um, All-Star, uh, WNBA All-Star game at uh, Mandalay Bay this year. That's right. Can't wait to go. There you go. Aces Liberty final. Get ready for it. We already know that's going to be the case. So there we go. There's your WNBA talk of the day. Back to the uh, the NBA here. So Nikola Jokic is now two dollar over two dollar favorite of DraftKings to win his third consecutive MVP. John uh, Tim Bond Temps uh, yep. had a straw poll out today. That's part of the reason of the move because Jokic was clear favorite based off that straw poll. Look, we we see things change over the final two months of the season a lot, but if it isn't going to be Jokic, then who is it going to be then, John? I mean, according to the according to the poll, it's Giannis. I guess it would have to be, right? Yeah, and so I think there's there's a couple of interesting things that come out from the straw poll. I, I would also like to stress here, the straw poll is not the voters who are actually voting on the award. There are some people in that straw poll that have votes, but it is not every single MVP voter. So that's very that's a very important distinction because right. It would indicate that maybe the gap between the three guys at the top is probably a little bit tighter maybe than what that straw poll would indicate. So, does Nikola Jokic deserve to be the favorite? Absolutely. Does the straw poll, especially these late ones, have a very strong track record of predicting who the winner of this award is going to be? Absolutely. But what I find interesting is just talk about the market reaction. So, you said it. Jokic is the favorite to win now at minus 250 because of the straw poll. Yeah, the straw poll also indicated that Giannis Antetokounmpo had a little bit of a lead there over Joel Embiid, and yet here we are looking at the market, and Embiid is uh, still ahead of Giannis Antetokounmpo at plus 425 compared to 7-1. to one. So if you're looking for the value play, I would say, given the sample size that we have now, yeah, but pretty safe to say at least, the probability of Giannis winning this award is higher than Joel Embiid's. So is there a bet to be made here? By the numbers, probably Giannis Antetokounmpo. The likelihood that he's going to win it? I'm not entirely sure, but at least you have a number there that seems to be at least inaccurate when you look at what this straw poll presented to us earlier today. Right, and also, too, based off that, Tatum should be at a Luka as well. Mm. Uh, again, that's you're kind of splitting hairs once you get further down the board. But uh, out of 100 total votes, 77 of the straw poll 2.0 uh-huh. went to Jokic. By the way, just a quick note, non-betting related. For the person who had Jokic fourth on his ballot – or her ballot, uh, and to the three people who left Giannis Antetokounmpo off their ballot, you should never be asked to be part of this straw poll again. I don't know. I think the Giannis being left off the three ballots is more egregious than Jokic fourth. Way more egregious. Like, they're both (laughs) egregious. But to your point, the fact that three people were like, no, none of this for me. Like, okay, sure. It's absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Craziness. Like, again, I, as of this moment, I, I actually agree with the order of the straw poll, one through four. Mm-hmm. I think they actually have that right. Jokic one, Giannis two, Joel Embiid three, and then Tatum four. I don't really care after that because I don't think anyone else is really in that class this year. But, uh, it, it, you know, it's be interesting to see what this is in about a month because we'll get another one around the middle of the NCAA tournament yep. and we'll see if it's that uh, that lopsided like it is right now. There it is. Uh, if you're watching us at VEASAN.com, what the breakdown is, Nikola Jokic uh, received 77 of the 100 votes for first place in Tim Bontemps' uh, NBA, uh, NBA MVP straw poll that was released on Monday. I would also say, too, what, what, what I hope is going to evolve now from this, so Tim Bontemps clearly shapes the markets with these. What I, what I hope comes from this now is I, like that some uh, operators get a little bit more creative when it comes to MVP um, awards markets. You know, one thing that I push for, Jeff is like, how about an over-under in terms of position of finish on the final ballot, right? Who will be the runner-up? Like, little things like that, I think, would be really fun things to add to an MVP vetting market because we get these straw polls now that really give us an indication and kind of take away at least what is, I guess, maybe fun is the right term, but just the suspense of what this outcome is going to be because it has such a good track record. So you hope that maybe down the road there's a little bit more added to what this market is now. 
Let's look at some other awards. Uh, I, I want to start with the defensive player of the year here, John, post-MVP. Going to all the heavy favorites. No, well, I mean, other, there's really not many markets that are uh, really only two markets that don't have a heavy favorite right now in the awards markets. But I just want to ask you about this because uh, we know uh, diving into Reddit is not necessarily a thing you want to do. Huh. Uh, but the Jaron Jackson craziness of the home road splits and all that stuff – that's not going to play a role here at all, right? No, not at all. Every okay. every NBA media member has already come out and said that it was uh, it was bunk. A lot of them okay. have gone through every single one. That, by the way, I always say the NBA has got a really great like treasure trove of assets that you can use on their website for free. You can literally go back and watch yourself for free every yeah. Jaron Jackson like dunk or excuse me a block steal whatever it is and look for yourself. But it's already been pre- pretty thoroughly debunked. I I would say this might sound a little nuts. You should actually probably make Jaron Jackson Jr. a heavier favorite. Oh, okay. You, like there is, if you just because if you take in a lot of NBA media, uh, right, which where it's podcasts and writing and things like that, there is not another name that is in the mix for this award. Jaron Jackson Jr. is the prohibitive favorite in many media members' minds, and the important thing about Defensive Player of the Year is a lot of media members get their opinions shaped by everybody else around them. So a really good example again is last year it looked like Robert Williams was going to potentially win the award. He gets hurt. The market kind of goes a little nuts as nobody even knows. And then what happens? Tim Bontemps writes a piece about Marcus uh, Smart winning defensive player of the year. Two other outlets do the same thing. And what happens? Marcus Smart all of a sudden becomes the odds-on favorite to win the award, and he wins it. So what I'm saying is this, this whole thing, defensive player of the year, at this point of the season, really becomes like this groupthink kind of deal where a lot of people are not going back to watch defense, right? They're just not. They're looking at blocks, steals, rebounds, and then looking at smarter people and asking them what they think. I, I could think you can make the case that Jaron Jackson Jr. should probably be a, around like a $3 favorite or so at this point. All right. So, actually, technically, you're saying there is value. Yeah, I would, I would think so. I mean, now, the thing that kills you is if he gets hurt, obviously, that opens the door for and somebody he else. he is injured. Yes. Bro. And so, like, that could hurt you, obviously. But I think if you're telling me that Jaron Jackson Jr. is finishing out the season, then Jaron Jackson Jr. is winning this award. Let's go to Coach of the Year. This is the most jumbled award there is at this point. Joe Missoula, who was officially made the permanent head coach mm-hmm. in Boston earlier today, plus 180. Mike Brown, of course, of the Kings now, plus 225. Michael Malone of the Nuggets, plus 275. Taylor Jenkins in Memphis, plus 650. Everyone else is double digits. John, the only double digit guy that kind of stands out to me is Bickerstaff in Cleveland at 14 to 1. Yeah. Uh, the Nets, I don't think, are going hi- to finish high enough for Jock Vaughn to have a realistic chance. Doc, come on, shouldn't win the award. And then Budenholzer won't get credit if that team gets the one seed because that team was supposed to get the one seed mm-hmm. or a two seed going into the year. But looking at this board, this is a pretty wide-open mess here. It, it is. And so I will take you very far down the list. I don't Please. know if we have a second page or maybe even a third page here. Uh, Jamal Mosley is 80 to one to win this thing. The Orlando magic have been there we, an there absolutely we go. tremendous story and they are much better. They are very well coached and Mosley has done a tremendous job with this team. And they're at the point where right now they're a top 10 defense and they are solidly a top 10 defense. Like they're a very good club. And we don't have this really strong track record of like a baseline of wins, right? Like generally good coaches kind of win this thing if they do a good job with the team. So I would just say look out for what Orlando is going to do going forward here. Jamal Mosley actually might be a sneaky good candidate at an 80 to 1 price and a well-respected dude at that. And it's a hot, it's a far hill to climb, but they're only four games out of a play-in. They make that look out. Orlando's 11 to 1 to make a play-in right now. That might be worth a look as well. Adam Burke joins us next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NBA, NHL, or college hoops, the VSIN experts have you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of $9.99. It's pretty good. Pretty cheap. Take advantage of it for a limited time. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, and plenty more when you become a pro subscriber today. So don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe and become part of the Sports Betting Network for just $9.99. Happy to be with you on a Thursday. We're more than halfway home in the month of February, amazingly enough. I'm Jeff Parles, Jonathan Von Tubble alongside. There's a factual statement. And... <laughs> <laughs> on the far side of the desk, our guy Adam Burke joins us right now. Adam, it's, it's good to see you on a Thursday. Good to be here. Four weeks from today will be the first official Saturday of the NCAA tournament because I don't really count the playing game. They're going to say baseball games. season. No, not yet. <laughs> I'm excited. That's six weeks from today, the, I think. Oh. World Baseball Classic's a little under a month now, right? Yeah. Early March, yeah. Early March. I think it's. I think that weekend before March Madness starts, I think, is when yeah. it starts. That'll be interesting. I, I will write about it over at VEASAN.com. Right now, I'm trying to play catch-up because I got to do all 30 MLB team previews. So, I'm trying to catch up on all the off-season news and everything that happened. But I will be writing about the World Baseball Classic from an overview standpoint because some of those rosters are just insane. Are you going to be our XFL guy? Absolutely not. Okay. All right. No. It might be I Dave Tooley. I think it is Tooley. Do you want to do it? Sure. <laughs> I mean, if only one of us was like, I don't know, consistently working the sidelines of these XFL games. That would be like a really good person to cover the XFL for us. By the way, I was before the, we got sidetracked there. I was going to ask you, John. Do you know who's who has the first game of the World Baseball Classic? Oh no, no, no chance. No. I'll watch, but I, like in terms of actually following it in depth, I, I got nothing. I know Adam will be at like three a.m. on uh, on March eighth uh, for Chinese Taipei and uh, Panama. Probably not. No. No. Sorry, oh. can't help you with that one. Okay, all right, let's try. That's too early for me. I tried. Uh, I was going to ask a question. Should I ask this? I'll ask. Or is it like, because I don't have any idea about international baseball, are there any big differences like with FIBA basketball compared to the game here when it comes to baseball and baseball we play out here in America? Well, no, I mean. Like rules-wise is what I mean. There are kind of different things. I mean, the baseball is different relative to the different countries. I mean, you know, one of the things that uh, I actually saw come across the wire actually today, uh, Kodai Senga, the the uh, Japanese pitcher came over for the Mets was at driveline baseball this off season. And they worked on his grips because the seams are different on the major league ball, as opposed to the Japanese ball. So there's little nuances like that, but in terms of rule changes, stuff like that, not necessarily. Nice. I hijacked it to talk baseball. See, I'm ready. <laughs> no, uh, we'll, 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 Adam's here for two segments. We'll have plenty of baseball talking. In the oh, next he is? Segment. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited now. Yeah, see, I should they... read the rundown more thoroughly. <laughs> Let's uh let's start in college hoops. Adam, you're doing uh how how's the column going? Uh still a strong start to February, right? Uh February's tailed off a little bit. I've I've run into what happens a lot of times in college basketball with the half point or the one point oh, losses. Yeah. 
or like yesterday I had Western Carolina minus three, which I, if I wasn't writing a daily article, I would have waited on because their leading scorer and leading rebounder was questionable to out. You cannot find information on some of these teams out there. He doesn't play. Line goes from three down to one and a half. They win by two. So, you know, always fun with that. Right. But I've run into that part of the variance of college basketball of losing by a point like three or four times in the last week. Yeah. It's, so that's, that's always fun. That's the one thing with college hoops, especially if you're new to betting and you have to be, you have to be aware these stretches will hit everyone. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of when during the season where that variance just all of a sudden flips on you for about a week period. And all of a sudden it's like, can I win a game that is decided by a half point? And, right. And, and it happens every college hoop season. I keep running into these teams that'll go like, they'll score two points in the last four and a half minutes. Yeah. And then still win the game, but not cover. Right. Or I haven't had one yet where a guy falls down 14 with like four seconds oh. left. I well, that's coming in yet. the NCAA tournament. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I yeah. think we're going to get the Ivy League champion getting 13 down 12 with four seconds left foul. You'd think the smart kids wouldn't yeah, fall, but I, they but do. It's just, I, mean, wait, I can't wait to bet the game uh, under in the NCAA tournament and have it go over because those teams just don't know to quit. Well, I mean, that will that will happen. To the, dead, the dead under that ends up going over by eight points because they foul for mm-hmm. 90 seconds. Down 17. As opposed oh. to four, 40 seconds. Yeah, a lot of chicanery. Uh, but, Adam, let's uh, let's get to uh, to three of your bets tonight. We'll start with the one that's, on, that's most on the regular track for, for – most people, and that's uh, an, an American athletic game tonight. Yeah, tough which to, if, which tough to follow you with your SAT word, chicanery. Hey, look, but, I, don't uh, know to, I don't know how to spell it, but. <laughs> well, I'll do the best I can here. Yeah, so Wichita State's getting four and a half tonight against Temple, and the thing about the AAC is it's largely a jump-shooting conference. There are a lot of teams that don't really get to the rim a whole lot. Wichita State is one that does, so I think that's something that gives them a little bit of an advantage here tonight against a Temple team that will let you get to the rim and will let you convert shots when you get there. Also, Temple turns the ball over a lot. Their turnover percentage in conference play, over 21%, and they shoot a lot of threes, and they're not terribly good at it. So I think Wichita State tonight, they can get to the rim, get some higher percentage shots, maybe steal some extra possessions, if nothing else. Temple winds up with some empty possessions from throwing the ball away, breaking a three on a one-and-done possession, stuff like that. So I took Wichita State plus the four-and-a-half tonight. Probably would recommend sprinkling the money line as well. I think this is a game that probably comes down to the wire. Most of the games in this conference seem to do that. There's been a lot of overtime games in the AAC. So I think Wichita State is live to win the game, but I also took the four-and-a-half here tonight. Uh, All right, let's go to the – let's run through the column real quick. The North Dakota State on the road against UMKC – what opened two one thirty four and a half? I think on the overnight. Yeah, so uh, this is a Summit League game here. The Summit League they don't play a whole lot of defense, but UMKC is actually one of the absolute worst defensive teams in the country. But what I really like about this game is they beat North Dakota State in the first game. They won by two. They did so on the road. They were ten of twenty nine from three in that game. But this is a team that ranks three hundred and sixty first in the country in three point percentage. So that was a major outlier performance for them. One of their top rebounders, top interior defensive players, was uh, in a walking boot and on crutches for their last game, so I can't imagine he'll play tonight. Again, when you get to these small conference games, it's really, really difficult to find injury news. This was one of them. I don't think he's going to play, even if he does. I think North Dakota State just far and away the better offensive team here. And, again, for UMKC, they made 10 threes in that game. They've made 23 three-point shots in their last six games combined since that game, so... I'm going to fade the ruse tonight and take the bison laying the two. It's a great, uh, great animal matchup tonight. Indeed. Because there's a lot of kangaroos running around in Kansas City. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, many. Uh, there's uh, a lot uh, of them in Akron as well, yes. <laughs> as I can attest to. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of screaming eagles in, uh, in southern Indiana, but you're on them tonight, the southern Indiana. First year in D1 for them, uh, taking on the Trojans of Arkansas Little Rock tonight. Well, there's at least a few screaming eagles in Southern Indiana because they play for the basketball no, like team. All the eagles do is scream, right? Like that's what they do. Isn't that their cry? Do they scream, scream, screech. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but I don't know. I mean, the Ohio Valley Conference is really, really awful this year. And in fact, as you can tell, with Southern Indiana, as you mentioned, first year in Division yes. One. Those that are watching, uh, another one of these games that we come up <laughs> with, where we don't even have a logo for this team. It's just kind of my mo here on this segment, but. Southern Indiana shoots a lot of threes, and they're actually pretty good at it. In fact, they're shooting over 37% from three. Little Rock is horrific on defense in all facets of the game. 
but they're really, really bad at defending the three. That's something that they just simply do not do well. Southern Indiana won the first game by seven, but I know this is something that you look at in the NBA, JVT, but 53 of their 60 shots in the first meeting were either at the rim or from three, whereas Little Rock took a bunch of mid-range jumpers. That's just not a viable offensive strategy for a team. It's not good on offense. Can't really create a lot of high-percentage shots. Neither one of these teams are good on defense, but Little Rock is worse. This looks to be an up-tempo game here. As you can see, the total 156.5. I just don't think the Little Rock Trojans can keep up with the Screaming Eagles here. So I laid the two in this one in this uh, barn burner that I'm sure everyone will be watching. A request for the uh, USI mascot logo because I mean that's pretty strong. It is strong. That eagle is clearly very, screaming. Uh, um, this looks very pro America. Yes, it does. <laughs> By the way, yeah, you mentioned the uh, the OVC having a rough year. They we always look at the bigger conferences when realignment hits. Adam, the OVC got decimated mm-hmm. by realignment because Belmont and Murray State, who have been a stalwart for years in that conference, they're not there anymore. That's why the conference is a shell of itself this year. It is uh, It is bad. Yeah. It is really bad. None of these teams play defense. None of them are all that good offensively. Their games are high scoring just because a lot of teams run and just run with reckless abandon. So I don't uh, expect an OVC team to do much of anything in the NCAA tournament this year. John, can you, uh, can you <clears throat> name who the number one Ken Palm team in the OVC is right now? Moorhead State. Close. They're second. Oh, okay. Number one is... SIU Edwardsville. Oh, okay. Who has not, they, that team has not been good in a very long time. So, just kind of shows what that league is. Moorhead is currently in first place, 10 and 4 in conference. Looking at a 16 seed, whoever comes out of yes, that league. Absolutely. This year. Maybe even in the play in game. If it's the, if, yeah. if, if Moorhead State or SIUE doesn't win the league, yeah. probably likely they're in the play in game in Dayton on Tuesday or Wednesday. Adam, the rule changes are official for 2023 in Major League Baseball. We're going to get your thoughts on what the betting implications for some of them are. When we come back on the other side on Visa Final Countdown. This is Visa's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on Visa, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting and based off the number of tickets where the money doesn't match public opinion. You can you can check out today's action and future events as well. Betting splits, another way that Visa is here to help you become a better better year-round. Check it out today. Betting splits at VEASAN.com. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles, JVT, Adam Burke alongside. John, you had one more college hoops question for our guy, Adam Burke. Yeah, well, I mean, you and I were discussing, like, these revenge spots, right? There's a couple on the board today, teams that, you know, are facing teams that beat them earlier in the year. So, Adam, my whole thing is just I feel like the market tends to overvalue these spots, right? Like, yes, the team beat them prior. That does not mean that they're going to cover the spread the next time that they play. And so you get some of these instances where these numbers, I think, get ratcheted up from the overnight, and then the public comes in and starts to see them up even higher. Am I along the right path in thinking that more often than not, it might be actually behoove you to play on the team that is um, playing against the team they already beat because the market overvalues those situations? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to revenge spots for me, I want to look and see what I want to look and see what happened in the first game. Was somebody hurt? Did somebody not play? Was somebody in foul trouble? You know, in that North Dakota State UMKC game that we just talked about, one of North Dakota State's best players, or second leading scorer, picked up two fouls very quick inside of like 45 seconds. Didn't play the last eight minutes of the first half. That has an impact on the game. So those are the things that I like to look at. But to your point, I think the market does kind of react to, you know, oh, it's a wrench spot. They lost at home. They don't want to lose again. Nobody ever wants to lose a game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to me, it's just I kind of look at that first game and see why it played out the way that it did and handicap it that way instead of worrying about the situational spot or anything like that. Last college hoops question, and then we'll go to baseball. Who's your number one team in your power ratings right now? I don't do power ratings, but if I did, I would say at this point it would be Alabama which I have concerns about Alabama, as we've talked about before on the VEASAN Saturday betting hour, yep. the show that broadcasts across Ohio. And by the way, happy 216 to all my people back in Cleveland. But, uh, I mean, Alabama just, they're really good defensively. They're a good offensive rebounding team. I know that, you know, they finally lost the game in conference play, but I still think they're the number one team in the country for now. 
Sorry, I'm laughing at two one six day. That's funny. I'm sure you are. <laughs> go you, clean. You don't you don't celebrate seven oh two day out here? I have what is that, July second? I will now. Oh, there you go. The only other place I've ever heard like actually like like Adam just did a two one six for the area code. St. Louis loves the three one four day. Loves it. Pie, that's Pi Day. It's Pi Day. I yeah. know. I know. They take Pi Day and turn it into their oh, own man. day because of the area. Code. Back in the good old days in high school, you brought in a dollar, you get a Pi Day shirt and a free piece of pizza. Well, I guess it's not free if you get a dollar. Or maybe the dollar was for the shirt. Either way, good days. <laughs> you just twisted yourself <laughs> yeah, a knots there, John. <laughs> Can you name the fourth digit of Pi? One. Nice. Good job. <laughs> wow. Look, Look at that. that. Oh, boy. I think it's my biggest contribution ever <laughs> on any VCN program. So let's, uh, Adam, uh, you're going to have your MLB uh, column coming as soon as the regular season starts uh, at the end of March. Mm-hmm. So these rule changes that, w- that, we, that we saw become permanent for at least this year. Uh, we're going to have the ghost runner forever now yep. in extra innings. Changes the way you can bet totals in regular season games. Um, the pitch clock... I don't know how much that will impact anything, maybe for the first few weeks where people are getting used to it. But other than that, I don't think that's a long-term thing. But then we get to the stuff that can really impact stuff. The shift limitations clearly going to impact things. you got to have two guys on each side of second base. You can't do the overshift anymore. That's gone. Uh, pickoffs. You're only allowed to do two disengagements. So that doesn't even include two pickoff throws. If you step off to try to get your sign right, that counts. Mm-hmm. So it's either two step-offs, two throw, two throwovers, regardless. Only two of them a batter. And then the one that was everyone loved on Twitter this week. The bigger bases. You're going from the large pizza to the extra large pizza with the bases. Now 15 inches uh, to 18 inches on each side. I think the latter three that I mentioned are the ones that can have legitimate impacts on how we bet this, at least early. So there's a lot to digest with this. It could be a lot of nothing. It could be a lot of something. And that would be kind of the short, long answer of all of this. But another thing about the shift limitation is that you also have to have both of your feet on the infield dirt. Right. So you're also not allowed to like go out in the outfield or anything like that where we've seen second baseman. That said, one thing that is kind of a loophole, if you wanted to pull your left fielder all the way over, you can do that and just essentially have three outfielders on half of the field. I guess that's kind of a loophole that some teams may experiment with. Um, Look, a lot of this is going to be on a case-by-case basis, on a team-by-team basis. The idea of bigger bases, the idea of not being able to step off, not being able to have an unlimited number of pickoff throws, all of that, Teams that are aggressive on the bases, teams that are capable of stealing bases are probably going to attempt more of them. Teams like Cleveland, teams like Miami, some of these teams, the Yankees actually were pretty good from a stolen base standpoint last year. These teams will probably be a little bit more aggressive. Now, in the minor leagues, the stolen base success rate did go up with these changes, due in large part to the fact that you can't step off a bunch. You, It's harder to control the running game. You can't throw over all of that. The bigger bases is largely more of a safety issue than anything else. It shouldn't really impact too much in terms of plays at the bases, stolen bases, stuff like that. But the disengagement thing, I think, is really interesting. The other thing I think is interesting is the pitch clock because this is going to impact some guys a lot more than others. Like I was telling Steph, the producer, when we were talking about this, I got like Devin Williams for the Brewers. He averaged almost 31 seconds between pitch last year. Now he's down to 15 with the bases empty, 20 with men on base. So one of the things that they actually saw in the minor leagues was that injuries, interestingly enough, went down, which surprised me because you get less recovery time between pitches, but also they speculated that guys weren't throwing with max effort. So my guess is that the pitch clock leads to a little bit of a decrease in velocity, Hmm. which could really impact offense because that's a few more milliseconds that you have to try and make contact with the ball to get the barrel to it. So all of these things, I think, in some way will create more offense, how the books account for that, I don't know. I don't know if we'll see totals maybe shaded up a few cents, maybe five cents, shaded up a half run in some instances. I don't know. We'll have to see how this all plays out. But also for spring training, you talk about betting on spring training games, they're going to be trying to enact all of this as we go along. And the penalties for these things are automatic strikes or automatic balls. The difference between a 1-2 count and a 2-1 count is monumental for a hitter. A 1-0 count versus an 0-1 count, huge difference for a hitter. So 
I think I'm going to be watching it very closely in spring training. I probably won't bet much of it, but I'm going to watch and see how teams adjust to this and specifically how pitchers that will be more impacted by these rule changes adjust to it. Uh, so I was reading something too. Are they placing an emphasis on calling balks now as well? Yes. Like, like, yeah. So yeah. that's that's the other part of this too, right? Like that's that's kind of a big deal when you're talking because there's so many ways to be called for a balk now. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if you have a certain windup, um, you know, if you end up, you know, may- maybe you try to use your A pickoff move every mm-hmm. time now instead of just generically throwing over to let a guy know you're paying attention to him, and all of a sudden you balk. I mean, you talk about what the impact that can have from a run expectancy standpoint, moving a guy from first to second, from second to third. Obviously, if you do something with a guy on third. So, I, I don't know if if we're going to make too much out of this or if we're not going to make enough out of this because something else to think about, and this is just kind of speculation on, on mindsets and philosophies, you know, a lot of teams started elevating the baseball, right? They started hitting for more power, hitting more fly balls because you don't pull a fly ball into the shift. So, now guys may not be trying to hit as many fly balls. So, we could have fewer home runs and doubles, but more singles. Do team are teams able to string singles together in this high strikeout environment? Will the impact on more stolen bases help? I don't know. There's almost a thing to support more offense, but then you can also talk about how it could cancel out some offense. So the only thing I can say is as a baseball better, I all of this stuff just it pisses me off that every single year the game is different. It is fundamentally yeah. different. There were three different baseballs in play last year. Like seven weeks into the season, all of a sudden we had a different baseball. And all of a sudden offense goes back to the levels it had been at instead of a complete dead ball start to the season. It is very, very hard to handicap baseball on a daily basis, especially in early April with all this stuff changing. So I have a lot of things to figure out over the next month and a half before the season begins. And even, and even once you're in the season, like you just mentioned, Right. Like that well, that that first month is going to play very differently than what even May's going to play like this right. year because everyone by May will be used to all these rule changes. But the first three weeks of the season and last week of March, first two weeks of April, totally different thing. Yeah, are they actually going to enforce these two? By the way, like didn't two years ago they had that like that rule where you couldn't step out of the box, you had to keep mm-hmm. one foot in, and then they never enforced anything about it. Right. I guess they're really supposed to enforce it very strictly. And, and something else that I didn't even mention, and I saw an athletic article about this the other day, there are 10 rookie umpires in Major League Baseball. A lot oh, of the boy. guys with 20-plus <laughs> years of service time, they retired. Right. So people who handicap totals based on umpires now have a bunch of new guys to learn. But these are also guys, some of them, that have come up through the system with these rule changes in the minors, with the different strike zones and all and the points of emphasis. Uh, it's... There's so many moving parts. It's a daunting task to hey, get ready for the season. The one, the one thing we might actually see the return of, the manager yelling at the umpire more. Yes. We might see that return. Absolutely. Benefits everybody. It does. Absolutely. Adam Burke, everyone. We got more coming your way next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sports fans, as football season has passed by, Bed Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for basketball and hockey. Bed Rivers has you covered on every line, every odds boost, and all the odds available to bet at Bet Rivers. Join them every week with new promotions like Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and plenty more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game with Bet Rivers. Man, what a day it would have been for the VEASAN Plus 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 subscription. For no particular reason in any way whatsoever, a uh, VSTVion advisor costs about $34.99 on Amazon. That's it? Yeah. Not like her literal visor that she wore that day. I just that style, thirty-four ninety-nine. I'm surprised that style is that low, actually. I mean, it was twenty what fourteen. It's been a long time. Was it that long ago? Yeah, now? it was. It was a long yeah, time. Yeah, yes, it was. Yeah. yeah, I was in college when that happened. Yeah. Big Magic Johnson. What has he ever done? Yeah, my goodness. What a clip! I will not complete that sentence. No, you should not. You should not. Uh, let's just say the Clippers are in better hands now. Oh, yeah, Palmer. Say, a little wild, but let's just say that when you got a guy who could pay for a billion dollar team in cash, <laughs> that's your guy. That's Man, to be that rich for a day. What would you do? Uh, evil things, terrible. <laughs> like that's having that much money. I, I'm not shying away from that at all. Uh, okay, I'd be all a right. despicable look, look, person. Look, uh, you, 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 as long as you're willing to just admit it, it's okay. It's we okay. all would be. We all would be. By the way, uh, the Genesis Invitational. We haven't mentioned golf at all. Uh, at Riviera, uh, Max Homa, your leader right now. It's seven under par. He's your leader, too. Uh, yes, that is true. Uh, John, John Rahm at six under. Uh, Matt Kuchar's at five under. Oh, I can't wait to see how that implodes yep. over the next three days. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that the guy, big name, yeah. And uh, that guy, uh, Tiger Woods, is playing uh, one under through nine. Yeah. I am interested. I do like to look, you know, look at some of the numbers and whatnot, you know, and uh, see how these guys are performing. I will say guys like Adam Stevenson kind of stick out of the page because he might be playing well, but when you're, <laughs> your driving accuracy is at 57.1% and you're only finding greens of regulation at 61%, yeah, you know what? I feel like maybe as you go forward, it might be a guy worth, uh, if you can, play against as we kind of move forward into this tournament. That's uh, just me. Uh, Adam Svensson. Oh, excuse me. What did yeah, I say? Yeah, Stevenson? Yes. Excuse me. I, I apologize. That's okay. You're good. Uh, same sort of letters. Yes. Uh, the Canadian, uh, Svensson, four under. Uh, tied with the likes of Tom Hoagie, Keith Mitchell, Adam Hadwin, Nate Lashley, and Lee Hodges. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Do you have any bets this week on this tournament? You no, know, I did not. I broke my uh, I broke my New Year's resolution. I was going to bet on every golf tournament this year, and I forgot to bet on one of the best early season tournaments. It's not done yet, though. So you know what? After after maybe the first round, I'll get in and and get a little action down. There we go. In game golf betting. I'll bet needs uh, to be more prevalent in Nevada. Oh, those well, I like those um, those exchanges are awesome. Like the lie just yeah. as it's going on, betting against dudes to like win this tournament when they get super hot. It's a ton of fun. Absolutely, no, no argument for me on that. All right, uh, John, uh, just looking through the rest of the college hoops card tonight, real quick. We already discussed the games with ranked teams in it. Uh, do you have any thoughts on Merrimack at Hartford? Uh, no, right. I, th- I think you know I don't. No, so, like that is the final. Like the final D1 home game for the Hartford Hawks. Yeah, the 363rd ranked team by Ken Pong. Yes, they're, they're, not, they're not good at, at, uh, at basketball this year. A uh, very sad story up there in Hartford. Uh, I, w- I want to go to Provo, actually. That's where I want to go here. Do you? I do. Well, not actually, but right now, you know, this conversation. Okay. BYU is hosting Santa Clara. Okay, John? Okay, Jeff. Santa Clara, Santa Clara is a good basketball team. Yes, they are. They're a very good basketball team. They're a fun watch as well. They're a five-point underdog tonight in Provo. 
that was the one that jumped out to me when going through this on the overnights because this hasn't really moved at all mm -hmm. from the overnight. Open five stays five. BYU coming off a, a competitive loss to Gonzaga, Santa Clara with a really nice win over Loyola Marymount in a back-and-forth battle on Saturday. What am I missing here? What uh, am I missing here in this one? Because this just feels too good to be true with the Broncos. Yeah, I mean, I don't really I, – I, I would tell you that I don't really know what you are missing because, like, when I look at this, one of the things that really turns you off about BYU is the rate at which they turn the ball over. They, they turn it over like crazy. And in conference play, it's been even worse. They're at, I think, like a 19.9% turnover rate. Mm -hmm. um, it's been abysmal. And when you give away possessions at that rate, I mean, laying five and staying – not only just laying five, but you know, right, staying at six or more, covering that deficit as a team who gives a ball up and gives possessions up. It's just not something that I'm, I'm really a big fan of when it comes to betting some of these teams. And, you know, you can give the credit to BYU. They've been a slightly good, we'll call them, ATS team. They have been uh, better than I thought they were going to be as I was looking up some of these games today. But having said that, like, I, I just, when you look at this, I feel like it's, okay, home court, but are these two, is there really a big difference between these two? Is BYU's home court really strong? Because I feel like five. Like I thought this would be like three. I thought these are pretty much identical teams. I I would have expected it to be three, two and a half. Mm -hmm. But again, you're getting the whole two and a half, two points better on on Santa Clara. I don't love taking them outright, but I would very happily, very happily take five. Little yeah. surprise that has, it legitimately hasn't moved. But with five on the overnight, five still right now. A little bit surprising on that one. Uh, you go with the Colonial Athletic? Let's go. What are we doing? What UNC we got? Wilmington and Drexel okay. in Philadelphia. Drexel playing a lot better of late. They have a win, they have a win over Ch Ch College of Charleston, who, of course, was the darling of everyone early in the year, and then they've cooled off a little bit uh, in conference play. Drexel with a uh, loss earlier in the week on the road at Hofstra, who, by the way, Hofstra currently would be, if there were no CAA tournament, mm -hmm. Hofstra would be... The automatic bid, they would be the number one seed in the CAA tournament right now because of their win in Charleston earlier this month. And uh, Drexel gets Wilmington. UNC Wilmington, another very good year after last year. Remember last year in the market, John? They were undervalued like crazy the whole year. They kept winning, 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 kept covering uh, all numbers as short favorites of underdogs in games that should have been an underdog. Uh, they are in Philadelphia tonight to take on the Dragons of Drexel. They're a one-point underdog. I, or excuse me, Drexel's a one-point underdog. Wilmington's a one-point favorite. I like Wilmington laying the point here against Drexel. I know Drexel has been a lot better at home, uh, including that win against Charleston uh, about two weeks ago. But UNC Wilmington, the way that they play, John, the way that they play makes it feel like, feel like that this is a bad matchup for Drexel. This mm -hmm. is going to be a very, very slow game. Better defensive team with the Seahawks. I will lay the one. Actually, you know what? We'll lay the minus 115 on the money line, so we don't even have to mess around yeah. with laying the one with the Seahawks tonight. Yeah, my question would just be, do you get to 120 points? Because this game, as you mentioned, <laughs> like they're really two slow-paced teams. Just ridiculously slow. And in UNC Wilmington, too, I mean, what you talk about the way they match up. Their perimeter defense has been great in conference play. They're giving up less than 30% from three. This is a Drexel team that doesn't shoot the ball particularly well themselves. And while they get to the free-throw line a lot, they're actually not a really good free-throw shooting team, Drexel, either. So I would agree with you. Like, if I was going to play this, I think you're just laying a buck 15, a little five cents more, don't worry about the point, and just get the outright win here. But uh, I will say also, this does not seem like the most attractive game in the world, given the fact that this is going to be, dare well, I say, game, rock fightish. A game with a total of 124? I don't mind slow-paced games, but, like, these two teams, like, their, their offenses are much better in conference play. But these two teams are also, you're talking about the 12th and 10th placed teams, UNC Wilmington and Drexel, in uh, offensive turnover rate in conference play. Like, it's not the best basketball. Well, I don't mind slow-paced and low-scoring, but you got to play good basketball. Well, we like the ugly plays, uh, John. Yesterday, uh, producer Steph, remember yesterday, we, uh, I was on Louisville yesterday against, against Virginia. That, did, that wasn't even a sweat, getting all those points. Very easy routine cover for the Cardinals yesterday, and uh, inevitably another loss for them. But uh, that game was, uh, that was a three-point game. Mm -hmm. That was a, no sweat getting 15 and a half. Easy, routine.
Is there anything else on that we haven't mentioned that you have bet tonight anywhere? No, but I would say really quick, the, the, I know we we're going to mention six man of the year real quick yes, in, in the NBA. Yes. Uh, I would just say I do think the wrong guy's favored. Kelly, Bidlin, and I both uh, have some preseason tickets on one Norm Powell at about 30 to 1 or so to win this thing. He is the second choice now, plus 350. He should be favored. His points per game have gone up each month so far. He has been a very integral piece for the Los Angeles Clippers. He's not going to play tonight, uh, but – this is one where the, the sixth man of the year has been out of whack all year long. I don't think Brogdon should be an odds-on favorite here. Still think he should be a plus price, and I do believe that Norm Powell should be the favorite. So just take that for what it's worth. So he's plus 350 is still quite good. Uh, I would say so, yeah. I, I think he should be. As somebody who believes he should be the favorite, I would say yes. Don't bet Russell Westbrook, friends. Uh, he's off the board, even though he was nearly $2 at one point. Yeah, so don't, I'm don't. not going to have to shave my head, and I was never worried. <laughs> was that actually a thing? Oh, yeah. I, I, and I'm a man of my word. If he would have won it, I would have shaved my head. But uh, he was never going to win it. So oh, There you go. Hey, look, uh, don't even have to sweat it. Not a bead. He's Jonathan Bontobel. I'm Jeff Parles. This has been Beeson's Final Countdown. We're back here tomorrow, the two of us. Ooh, I know that. I knew that. <laughs> hey, look, you got you to keep up. Uh, got to keep up on the schedule. Ever-changing this week uh, since uh, post-Super Bowl. Right. Take some breathers around different shows. Hey, uh, thanks for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.